And we're back with episode four of the Friendly Shake on Sports podcast. We are here today talking about week two NFL football along with looking ahead to week three of the NFL season. There is a lot of fun games that happened this past week, and there's a lot of games to talk about on the upcoming schedule. Actually, me and Hassan are recording right now while the 49ers and Giants game is going on, and I stupidly put money on the 49ers to cover a 10.5-point spread. You think I'm going to hit that, Hassan? As of this exact moment, I don't think so. 17-12 <laughs> in the third quarter, and the Giants somehow kept the, kept this game close without Saquon Barkley. And you want to make me feel shittier about my bet? Well, yeah, I can do <laughs> Guys... If you have a gambling problem, please contact Gamblers Anonymous. Or call me. I'll give you really good advice. I don't know about that. Your 49ers pick is looking pretty bad right now. Hey, listen, it's still early and they're on pace to score 34 points. Serious note, though, if you do have a gambling issue, do not call me. First of all, I am not your friend. Secondly, call Gamblers Anonymous. Take Hudson's advice. He is the sane one here. I'm the one who's nuts. But, Hudson, you... Obviously, being a Steelers fan and everything, had the latest game of week two. You want to go ahead and talk about the Monday night games? Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, intense, stressful, all of the above as a Steelers fan, which are the games we've been grown to love and hate for the last few years. Well, it helps when your team starts the game seven to nothing. Oh, it definitely helps. Getting that big six was amazing. Yeah. Uh, second play of the game right there, Alex Highsmith gets the touchdown in. That's a second career touchdown. I don't know who Bryant is, but I feel bad for him. The Cleveland Browns guy who popped that pass up in the air. That was not Deshaun Watson's fault. No, but at the same time, he did make a great play because Minko originally caught the ball. Yeah. And he took it out of Minko's hands with a hit. And Alex Highsmith was right there doing a tip drill. And he's like, all right, I'm taking this myself. Now. Oh, agreed. I just think Bryant could probably take some advice from Deshaun Watson on you having some soft hands and... Being able to catch the ball a little bit better. Yeah. But obviously, you have been raving about TJ Watt. You raved about him oh, last oh. week, and he just looks fantastic. He owned it. He owned it. I don't, and as good as TJ Watt is, we need to be starting to talk about Alex Highsmith being in the top 15 linebacker. I liked him last season a lot, and he is... Yeah, we're spinning Bud Dupree. Yeah, he looks amazing. As good as Bud Dupree was those two years, Alex Highsmith has actually been better. Gets pressures, gets picks. Gets yeah, back. he does everything. He's yeah. just the, he's the best guy next to TJ, really. But yeah, TJ Watt, man, I don't know what else you can say about this guy. He just took the all-time record for the Steelers sacks. Yeah. And think 81 of how many pass, 81 and a half. And think of how many pass rushers the Steelers history has had. Mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert, all James Harrison, Lamar Woodley. All subpar linebackers. I can't even say a word like anything. <laughs> I was just frozen right when you said that. <laughs> no, they look, they're all Hall of Fame guys. And meanwhile, TJ Watt is out here. Probably putting up his second defensive player of the year. Easily. He's yeah. already got five sacks, three forced fumble. He had another forced fumble today in that game, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. I mean, the way he strips sacks is just, he's made it an art form. And he's the only bright spot of the Steelers team, I think, is that defense, him, Minka, Highsmith. That defense is all we can count on right now because... The Fire Matt Canada posts are lighting up social media, and rightfully so. I understand the Steelers don't like firing their coaches. We've only had three head coaches in 60 years, so the Steelers are one of the old school and probably the only organization that still gives their coaches a big-ass leash. Well, it's also when you have Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, and they're both touching the ball seven to eight times a game. You can't do that. Yeah. it's you have a, Your wide receiver core isn't what it needs to be yet, nor is your offensive line you have to find a way to take pressure off the quarterback and utilize the run game. And they just, not only can they not do it, they refuse to try. Mm -hmm. 
And so, yeah, you're going to have to win with defense. Though it does help when the other team's best weapon goes down for the season with Nick Chubb. I was about to say, speaking of running game, that injury, man, I feel so bad for Nick Chubb. That was the same injury he had in Georgia Yeah, on the same leg. And Did you see the video I sent you? I did. Well, I was like, it was cringy. Yeah. I feel so bad for him, man. I hope he comes back and is, is better than ever. He is, he's one of those guys. He's a stand-up dude in the NFL. He's one of the best runners in the league. Legally. Yeah. A top five, top three running back. Yeah, I agree. It definitely puts a damper on my pick for them to make the playoffs. That is a piece, and Watson is going to have to show up and be that top. And he has he to Excellent. Yeah, he's looked up really bad. I mean, I'm not saying Zach Wilson level, but I would say on par with Baker Mayfield when he was with the Browns a couple years ago. Yeah. I haven't seen him play any better than that. Yeah. What about the uh, the first Monday night game? Yeah, they're Saint. I, dude, I'd left bar I was at. I didn't want to watch that game. It was so boring. Well, that game went as we expected with the Saints defense overmatching the Panthers yeah. offense, really. I mean, outside the last two minutes where the Saints played a cover two shell and they basically just let the underneath passes and let Bryce Young complete them for a touchdown. Yeah. That game wasn't it went as we expected. The Saints were the better team. Granted the Panthers defense was nasty and they kept the Saints from really taking over. I mean yeah. got him a couple field goals in the red zone. So if the Saints want to make a pay- playoff push, they do need to shore up the red zone offense. And I know Jamal Williams was out, yeah, which hurt them. But they're about to get Kamara back in two weeks, and that's going to improve that team drastically. I just think this Saints team does look a little lethargic, and they actually they're playing the Packers next week. So I'll obviously be watching that game. But I I think this team is about to get exposed by the Packers because the Packers I know they lost to the Falcons, but they dominated three quarters of that game. And yep. watching the Falcons and the Saints play, I do think the Falcons are the better team. I I think the Saints are going to find out that they need to fix some issues. I think they need to fix the running game. Yeah. And I think that's going to be fixed with Kamara. I don't think the passing game is there yet either, though. No, but you know what? That's normal. Derek Carr is coming to a new team. Yes, he had Dennis Allen before, but he's still got to relearn an offense here. And I think he's still trying to find his chemistry with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. I don't think they gave the ball enough to Chris Olave during that Saints-Panthers game. I think they, he got it like eight, nine times. He had a bunch of receptions. He, it he didn't feel like when you watched the game. That's what I said. Yeah, and just to make this last point for this game is the Panthers, they need to get that offensive line fixed. Yeah, they need to fixed. Yeah, but Bryce Young is probably going to be out this Sunday with an ankle injury you can't have your franchise quarterback running for his life every game now i understand the the wide receivers didn't give him much help those wide receivers weren't getting a lot of separation but the Saints secondary is good too yeah so it is it is very good i think until the panthers get a number one wide receiver and they show up that offensive line issue bryce young might be in for some hard hits yeah he's gonna have a rough three he's already got an ankle injury i mean that's not good. Yeah. You don't want your, your franchise guy to be off the field this quickly. Yeah, really. Let's talk about a fun game. That Thursday night game was surprisingly, I mean, pretty, not even surprisingly, pretty fun to watch. The Eagles-Vikings game, there was a lot of scoring. I didn't see it. I was at the movies, but that was, I saw the highlights. I'm not surprised the game went the way it did because yeah. both those defenses suck. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles defense. I know they lost a lot of pieces to start this season off, but, and Kirk Cousins looked fantastic too. He was great for fantasy. That's, yeah. Got me only bet. 40 points in fantasy football. Oh, so that's amazing. I am in anything, man. And they have Justin Jefferson. They have Addison. So this offense, I like to think it's not the Eagles off defense stinking. I like to think more so it's the Vikings passing game being outstanding because they have no running game. But they just got Cam Akers, though. 
which is shocking to me. I wonder if he's going to fit in well there, but they got to do something because Madison is not giving the production that they wanted. I'm shocked there. Yeah. I figured be as a backup, and when Cook was out last year, Madison was the guy. For years. Yeah, like mm-hmm. anytime years. Cook was hurt, Madison came in and was easily rushing for 100 yards. Yeah, five-yard average. Yeah. It was spectacular what he was doing. You thought he was going to come in and... Maybe not necessarily. You've seen regression when guys get the starting job, but not this. Not this two, two-and-a-half-yard average. It's ridiculous. Yeah, afraid to get the touches to your running back type of guy. Cam Akers might be a solution for him, but they're starting off 0-2, and um, one of those is against the Bucks, team that's kind of overperforming right now. But We called them a boring team, and we called them slightly rebuilding. Who? The, the Buccaneers. Bucks? When we talked about them back Yeah. Then. But, you know, this team has surprised me a little bit with how they're playing well. Baker looks good. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are healthy, and yeah. when you got those two healthy, they can make a name for themselves. I don't think, I mean, we, we've spoken about this, I think. It's very typical of Mike Evans to do what he's doing. Obviously, you know, you've raved about how, and a lot of people have too. He needs to get paid. Yeah, but nine straight seasons of a 1,000 yards, and I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's so consistent. He's had a couple of All-Pros. Yeah. And he's still doing it. He's only 31 or 32, I think. Yeah. I don't think he's that old. He, he might even be younger than that, I think. Yeah, something like that. I've actually said he's the second best yeah. wide receiver in the league from a consistency standpoint. But this is a reason why, though, why I don't think the argument of a wide receiver has had a bad quarterback throwing to them. That's why they're barely getting 1,000 yards. I don't take that as a good argument for a wide receiver being good. It's the quarterback's fault because you see wide receivers with bad quarterbacks still putting up elite numbers. Yes, you know multiple times. You see it a little bit, but it's still uncommon. It's not. Uh, it's not common. I agree with that. But again, look at Mike Evans right now. True, and Mike Evans has played with a lot of bad quarterbacks outside of Brady. Jameis for a couple good years. Yeah. Jameis threw for yards, but Mike Evans got that team production. Yeah. It was Mike Evans that was getting the wins. You can tell this dude is an elite wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And I think we both had this team at the bottom. People are saying that they could win the division. They're starting off 2-0. and that also helps your statistics to make the playoffs, the fact that they're 2-0. and Yeah. And in that division, it's going to be a crapshoot. I think whoever wins the interdivision games is going to win that division more than anything. I agree. It also helps that the Bucs played the Bears this week, who, again, I will rip on them every week. Well, are the most overrated team in football. Speaking about the Bears, a lot of news has been going on with the Bears the last couple of days with Justin Fields, and then the defense coordinator losing and resigning. Briefly, yeah. Yeah, well, basically the defense coordinator resigned on Tuesday. Yeah. On Tuesday, Justin Fields had his regular interview, and he basically said, I feel robotic, and it's because the coaches that I'm not playing the way I want to. Yeah. That's like an unwritten rule for the quarterbacks to call out your coaches like that. Yeah. You do that in locker rooms, you do that privately, but you don't just go out and call your coaches and say, the reason I suck is because of you. Well, I want to know what style he wants to play, because this offense right now, I'm curious to see how it changes, because Justin Fields still doesn't look good. No, he looks terrible. It's been there for three years now. This is not like... DJ Moore, though, had a good game. Six receptions for 104 yards, but that was half of his production. But didn't he have most of that in one catch? Probably. Didn't he have like a 60-yard catch or something? I think he did. It was. I don't know if it was 60 yards, but I do think it was a long ball. And then the other thing about the offense, too, is why are they running the ball seven times with Khalil Herbert? Why are they not using him more? 
why aren't they well there's a lot of questions about that bears team really yeah i think one thing is they're not running justin Je- justin fields that much i don't know if that's because fields doesn't want to run anymore or if because the team is scared for him to run sounds like he wants to run and they want him to be a good quarterback well the thing is if you're always does young quarterbacks like to work with their legs more than their arms they trust their legs more than their arms you see it all the time but the problem with that is if you don't learn how to make your progressions on the field, you're going to get screwed over. I mean, that's exactly what's happening to him. Like, basically, when he's saying that he feels like a robot, that means they're throwing way too much information at him during the game, and he can't handle it. So there were a couple of plays when you saw him making throws, and you saw the guy open. Yeah. But he froze because he didn't read the defense right, and by the time he did throw it, it was either picked off or the he missed the guy completely. I know the exact highlight you're talking about, too. The guy who's wide open, I think they're in the red zone. Yeah. And he's just not able to read the yeah. defense. And I don't know what it is, but he does look like Bambi a little bit. Maybe I'm going to start calling him that. I actually <laughs> I like that, too. Yeah. But he does look lost at times on that field, and he's got to get it together. As much as I love ripping on the Bears, I'm they're not dysfunctional. Hate. They are, and I'm, I'm not going to like hate on the players because he's done nothing wrong. But he's got to get it together. They need to get an offensive coordinator in there, like one said that Aaron Rodgers had that he gets along with and that he can trust and feel comfortable with. Because right now that seems lost. They're they're looking at a repeat of the one seed. I was going to say, didn't they go through? Two offensive coordinators and two head coaches in his tenure? Find what he likes, I guess. I don't know. I think they... I mean, Matt Nagy, you can't blame him because Matt Nagy didn't want just... No, this is only the second one. Okay, yeah, but he had Nagy first, and Nagy didn't even use Fields. Like, yeah. He never even did play action with them. And I don't understand how you didn't do play action throws with Justin Fields when he runs so well. Agreed. So I think you can give him a push on Matt Nagy, but then Eberfuse himself is a defensive guy. Yeah. But they got an OC that was supposed to be a good OC to work with Fields, and they gave him DJ Moore, which is not an amazing wide receiver, but he's, he's good. He's a good wide receiver. He's like a top 10, top 15 wide receiver in the That's league. That's a top 20, top 25. Somewhere in that Maybe not top 10 guy. Well, I meant to top 15, but basically <laughs> they got a playmaker. Right? Yeah, they have a guy who can help on offense. He's an easy guy that gets eight, nine receptions a game and can make the quarterback's life a little bit easier. Yeah. So you expect that. But right now, I I think what they really, they're going to regret maybe trading that first overall pick this year. I think so, too. Granted, they're going to have two first-round picks next year, so you could maybe see them going for Caleb Williams or Fandor. You sent me that clip. I did send you that clip. They right now have the first and second pick projected. It's hilarious. Uh, but that actually well, happens. I think that's the funniest thing of all. But we've talked way too long about the Bears and yeah, the least interesting team in the NFL. Let's talk about the other uh, AFC North game, that Bengals-Ravens game and the continued Bungles woes. I was shocked. I mean, I remember I said the Bengals were in this game by 10 points. Yeah. 31-21. Yeah. And at the time, I forgot that Lamar Jackson owns the Bengals. But That's true. <laughs> I didn't expect the Bengals to play that bad. I'm not sure what's going on with that team because they've always started 0-2 the last two years. Yeah, they have. It just feels different this year than last year. It does, a little bit. I, I thought the same thing after I saw it because I knew that the last season they started off 0-2 and they ended up making just a beautiful run the rest of the season. And Joe Cool played cool as ice. And right now, it just doesn't feel like that. Now, if I were a betting man, and I think I actually put this later on in some of our notes, I would actually love to see Joe Burrow come alive because he's got the injury questions. 
if calf strain is kind of a big issue, it's it, it aggravated that. Season, yeah. yeah. But it he it happened on the last touchdown of the game from them. I wonder how serious it is, because he did kind of hobble off, but it didn't look too intense or anything. I If he plays, I think that Joe Burrow has a big game, and I think they blow a surprisingly good Rams team. Now, we, we knew they'd be okay, but a pretty decent Rams team out of the water. I think that's what's going to happen. But yeah, this game in itself, it's it does still feel a little different. Uh, but I don't know. I believe in Joe Burrow still. I'm not panicking yet, but it does feel different, and I think a lot of people are probably going to be worried if they start the season off 0-3. Well, it's kind of the same thing that happens to the Bengals every year now. It's the offensive line questions. Yep. Can they keep Joe Burrow upright? And number two, is that defense able to at least keep the offense up? Huh keep other, the other team's offense off the field for a while. And last year they could. Yeah, and another shocking stat, and I didn't really realize this at first, is that 60% of the Bengals' um, plays have ended in three and outs. Yeah. One of the highest. You cannot win games. I don't care who your quarterback is if you have a lot of three and outs. Third down conversions is one of the most important stats in football. Yeah. I will beat that all the time because if you don't have a good team that keeps sustaining drives, yes, you'll have splash plays where you get a 70-yard catch for a touchdown or something like that. Long, sustainable drives is how you win games. Yeah. The one bright spot for this team, though, especially this past week, was T. Higgins. Yeah. He looked great. He was good in the red zone. He was good getting free from the defenseman. I mean, he is a wide receiver one going up against a cornerback two. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he's just Mr. Consistent when Jamar Chase is on that field. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Joe Burrow still has that to look forward to. It's just they have to fix their issues. And, I mean, it's hard to kind of tell what their issues are because they're not letting up 30 points a game. And to make another point, and we'll move off this, is that they're also 0-2 in their own division. Yeah. Both games they lost were to division opponents, and that's like the worst-case scenario because, honestly, what the Bengals could have done was they could have punted these first two games and not started him, let him make sure he's fully healed up, and then go from there. But instead, they played him. He's potentially hurt again, yeah. and they're 0-2 in the division and in the conference. It's, it's not a good look, it's, and if you're the Ravens, you're feeling good. At 2-0, I mean, I, they, yeah. they shocked me being 2-0. I expect them to be 1-1 and going in, but... Being the Bengals as they did, Lamar doing what he had to do, he didn't look great, but he looked good. Yeah. The Odell injury is going to be kind of surprising to see how that's going to play out because he hasn't practiced still. So them losing him for a game or two, I mean, it does say something about Odell that he can't stay healthy. The Ravens do also have a lot of injuries. Dobbins hurt. Uh, their offensive tackle, Staley's hurt. Tyler Lindebaum, the center. He's gone. Marlon Humphrey. Safety Marcus Williams. Those are big Yeah, those, those are, are not, and those yeah. not small people to lose. Yeah, so I, I wonder. This 2-0 starts great. Um, their schedule worked in their favor, really, yeah. early on. But uh, you got to hope that Gus Edwards stays healthy because the, the odds of that happening are... <laughs> Slim. Not very good. I like Gus Edwards, too. I liked him years ago with reports coming out that he was just talented. Um, but, you know, with Lamar leading you, as much as a Lamar fan, uh, the doubter as I am, um, you know, if he pulls that type of MVP season he had, didn't really matter who was at wide receiver. Didn't really matter the defense. So, I mean, is he going to play that type of season this year with all these injuries again? And then if they make the playoffs, it's going to be through him with all of these injuries or coaching. Exactly. But still early to tell. I guess we'll find out if the Ravens are going to prove me wrong. I think the Bengals really. They're going to stay 0-2 and when they're going to win their first game. Yeah, they need to win it next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get an extra day with the game being on Monday night. That's that, going to help them out a little bit. Really. 
Rehab, cool Joe. Joe, cool. Yep. So next game I want to mention mm-hmm. is the Chiefs-Jaguars game. Oh, yeah. This is the game I expected the Jaguars to come in there and kind of take their place and beat the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs' offense looks terrible. I mean... I, well, we both said that. We don't believe in the Chiefs' offense right now. No. And honestly, this was the game that Jaguars blew on their own. I mean, they were over four in the red zone, missing three, getting three field goals, no touchdowns. And a lot of that is because of Chris Jones. That guy is a beast. I don't think he gets the attention or the appreciation that he's supposed to get. He does not. <laughs> like, he was top three in a defense player of the year voting last year. The man leads the league in fourth quarter sacks. The defense, the Chiefs, is night and day different when he's on the field. Oh, yeah. Like, against the Lions, they looked god-awful on defense. They were not able to keep the other team off the field. And in this game, they handled the Jags well. Traffic, tra- ETN didn't have much. They couldn't get the running passing game going. No, especially in the roll count. 40, yeah, he was, couldn't. Yeah, my fantasy team hurt big time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I played you last week, except for the Kirk Cousins thing. Well, that was a different league I have Eddie in. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You like led the league in us in one league. Jesus. Yeah. No, he, he performed admirably. I mean, you talk about just... Um, the stat line that he's having right now. One half sacks, two quarterback hits. It's between, for loss. It's between him, Watt, and Parsons for, oh, I mean, it was two weeks in, so it doesn't matter that much, but. All three of those guys make a name already. Yeah. Yeah, and Jesse Bates is up there too, just for the amazing, it's just impossible to sustain from that position, but those are the four guys that I look at uh, defensive-wise, and I mean, right now, those are my favorite guys yeah. to win it. I hope to God, I would love to see Jesse Bates win this, though. I don't Falcons, think. he won't. But just watching a non-linebacker win on the Falcons after being so bad at defense for so long, it would be glorious. It would be cool to see. Oh, I want to know the odds on that. I'm not betting on that. I'm just curious. <laughs> but, I mean, the other part about this game is, are we starting to get worried about the Chiefs' offense a little bit more? A little bit, yeah. I'd say starting to get a little worrisome there. I, the Jags' defense is surprisingly good. They're yeah. kind of scrappy. So it wasn't totally out of the realm of what was going on in that game. But the Jags had three turnovers against the Chiefs. I am sorry, but if you get one turnover against Patrick Mumps, you've got to get points from there. You can't get field goals. you got to get touchdowns. They had three turnovers against the Chiefs. Well, Patrick Mahomes still, I mean, he did have a good game. He threw second half. First yeah. half was kind of slow. I mean, sometimes that happens. Yeah. But he only he only turned the ball himself. He threw one interception. And he fumbled once. He fumbled once. That happens. Yeah. Especially with a decent defense like the Jags. But he was able to move the ball. He threw for 300 yards. Granted, some of it was, you know, boom plays to Sky Moore. And... I think some of it came at the end of the game. Yeah. They had to get a drive to win A little the game. bit of garbage time. Yeah. You can expect that. But again, Patrick Mahomes did not have this terrible throwing nope. game. It was nothing to look at and go like, okay, it's Patrick Mahomes' fault. I just think, really, they don't have another weapon outside of Travis Kelsey. No. And right now, it's... It's Travis Kelsey oh. or bust. Yeah. Even the running game hasn't been good with Pachinko yeah. or McKinnon. And, and last year, you had Juju, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, he wasn't, like, outstanding. He was very yard. Yeah, he was good. Like I think they would take Juju right now. Yeah, he was a good second option. Yeah. Especially considering your first one was Travis freaking Kelsey. Yeah. Like, I think this team, it's not panic mode for them by any means because they're talented. And they also play in the AFC West where everybody else is... All over the place. Everyone else is 0-2. Raiders are 0-2. The Broncos are 0-2. 
And the Chargers are owned too. And all of those. And they're one of them. I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that division right now is pretty embarrassing. It is kind of funny because I think I mentioned very briefly last week that I started to turn and say that the NFC is better than the AFC. You did mention that. I am not 100% sold on that just yet because it's still early in the season. No. And the AFC's got the better quarterbacks. Oh, it absolutely does. I think at the end of the season, we're still going to see the AFC needing at least 10 to 11 wins to make the playoffs. And the NFC will probably get a 7 and 9 team in there. Well, there is one team I want to talk about, and I think it's arguably the best team in the NFL right now. It, it, it's probably not going to stay that way, but my God, they deserve to be number one right now. That's the Miami Dolphins. Yes. They look good. They look really good. And again, as we said at the beginning of the year after week one, we all kind of forgot just how good Tua Tagovailoa was before he got injured last year. And he's got, what, like 750? Passing yards. I think he's had touchdowns and one interception. He leads the league in passing no. right now. And it's just incredible. And he did it without Tyreek. A lot of uh, the uh, production this past week was done through other options. Yeah. Obviously, week one was Tyreek week. Even week, week two, where he was there. there. Yeah, I think that also shows how good the Patriots defense really is. I think we kind of slept on Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense a little bit. Well, we noticed it after the week one. With the Eagles. Eagles, and they just did, they kept it close. It well, five-point game. The thing with the Eagles game was we didn't know if that was an aberration or not because True. the Eagles kind of had that game, and then they kind of broke broken it up a little bit. But in this Dolphins game, they held their own. They did. And even Tyree Kill said that Christian Gonzalez is a stud cornerback. He was like, that rookie surprised him. Yeah. He contained him pretty well for the most part of that game. It helps when you have Bill Belichick, too. He's a defensive guru. Yeah. I mean, learning from Bill Parcells, that helps. My question is, is Mac Jones good? I think he's mid. Because he just he looks good right now for what I'm used to seeing. Well, some of that has to do with the fact that two defenses he's played. Miami's got hurt defense right now. They're missing Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. So True. Their secondary isn't very good. And the Eagles d- does not have a good defense either, as we're seeing from the first couple weeks. Which is shocking, but those moss pieces are really hurting them. Exactly. So I'm not... This is a weird year for Mac Jones because I think he's in a place to get a contract extension sooner or later and maybe before this season i don't know if he will get one but at the same time he does a lot of a lot of weapons on offense to help him out no bill belichick is when it comes to the offense side of the ball he's made so many whiffs on the draft so many whiffs in free agency you're not helping your quarterback when it comes to weapons yeah his main offensive way of getting weapons is through tight ends and developing a certain type of running game yeah and i mean Devontae parker is not going to inspire a lot of confidence no even juju is good but (laughs) yeah I think whatever is going on with his knee is outside the question or outside there. He's a good slot receiver, and he's a great third-down guy. Like, he leads the week in third-down catches, so if you need that nitty-gritty catch, yeah. Juju's the one to get it for you. Yeah, but going back to the Dolphins real quick, the mm-hmm. other thing that I do like about him is uh, Raheem Mostert is working in that system, too. They're, they're well-balanced. He was good with the 49ers. And... He just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. He's staying healthy the first two games. He had a killer game. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Mostert fan. I just I want to see this continue from the Dolphins because I'm sitting here saying that they could be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL right now. I'm not ready to even say they're going to win this division yet because the Bills, dude, I told you, don't panic. Oh, no, yeah. They played the best defense in the Jets, really. I mean, yeah. you you knew that he had trouble playing the Jets last year, but too. he played off, too. He wasn't playing well. Well, like we said before, that's a Josh Allen game where he kind of throws the ball up a little bit. He gets that tunnel vision. But yeah. against the Raiders, they took him to church. Oh, yeah. 
that and this is a game they had to win if they lost to the Raiders and were 0-2 then you can start maybe making more we issues with Josh and you're the Bengals yeah but you would have more questions about them than the Bengals yeah Absolutely. I it just it felt like this team was still good. You got an amazing week from Josh Allen. You got a very good week from James Cook. And I mean Gabe Davis got involved. Stefan Diggs did his thing with plenty of receptions. It it was a get right game, which feels early to say because it's only week two, but they certainly needed it. And you know, against the Raiders, yeah, sure, maybe they're not the best team and it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence for them to win this division. But Josh Allen looked great. And for me, that's all this team needs because he's just so explosive and everything. Fun fact, though, as bad as the Giants are, the Raiders have scored less points than the Giants. The Giants have only scored in two quarters. Have not put up any offense. It's weird. They have a top five wide receiver and a top three running back. Yeah. yeah. But Josh Jacobs has looked like a shell of himself this year compared to last year. And I feel bad for him because, honestly, it's... It's adding fuel to the fire with the running back controversy they had at the beginning of the season where they didn't want to pay these backs money because as they get older, they're not playing as well. Yeah. And Jacobs didn't take the franchise tag. He took a one-year deal of $11 million or something to come back, and he's going to be a free agent next year because that's the whole reason he got this deal. deal. And if he sucks, it's just going to add more issue to the fact that they're not going to pay these running backs the money that they deserve. Yeah. So they have a lot of questions from the Raiders, but that big thing right now is obviously I would say Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy James. I think we're seeing that, yeah. Um, because Devontae Adams last year was on a tear with Derek Carr. I know yep. they played together at Fresno State, which does help. Derek Carr's been good. He has been good. He owns most of the Raiders' records, yeah. which and is impressive. I know I was just talking bad about the Saints, but they're also 2-0. and yeah. They're winning games. And the Raiders have some other issues. They do have a stud in Max Crosby on defense, yeah. which is going to help. Playing the AFC West and the fact that they're 0-2 right now, they would be lucky to get to that 7-8 seven, seven, wins right now. Yeah, that initial thought where I was thinking they could potentially be in the playoff race. It's not. I mean, again, it's two weeks in. But 0-2 is hard. Like, statistically wise, it's hard to make the playoffs when you're 0-2, especially in a stacked AFC conference this year. And when you're not a favorite, too. No. You don't have Joe Burrow as your quarterback. You don't have a top 5D. You do have top five weapons, but I don't know if they're going to utilize them correctly. And that's just too bad, especially as a Tay fan. I love Devontae. Oh, I love Devontae, too. Yeah, he's great. Let's talk about a better quarterback, two better quarterbacks, actually, both of which are rookies. A game that I thought was going to be terrible to watch, and I watched it with my buddy. I told you that game was going to be good. Colts-Texans, yeah. because the rookies were there. That game was one of the better games to watch. Yeah, I'm so happy I watched it. Yeah. I was watching that along with the Packer game at the same time, yep. which, honest to God, I think those are the best two games of the Sunday Again. They were up there. Yeah. Besides another game I want to mention a little bit. That's but, fair. Uh, Let's talk about the Texans. Yeah, so Texans, C.J. Stroud, I think he might be the first one, and I hope he's the first one to finally break that mold yeah. of Ohio State quarterbacks being terrible. He looks so good. He looks, and he's doing it with injured offensive linemen. Damon Pierce is a good running back, but he's nowhere near a solid, amazing running back. Yeah. And Nico Collins and uh, and Tank Dell. Tank Dell, yeah. These guys are like, Tank Dell's a rookie, so I'm giving him a push. But Nico Collins has been in the league for the last three years, and he's averaged 400 yards a season. I thought he showed a lot of growth last year, personally, and I think we're seeing it. See, I saw the growth, but the production was the same as his rookie year. I know, I know, but he just showed the eye test was there yeah. more last year than before. Yeah, I agree there. But I, I had a buddy of mine, too, actually, um... He told me to maybe keep my eye on Tank Dell and maybe draft Nico Collins. Oh, it was me. No, no, no. I'm talking about my friend at um, 
Oh, uh, because I also mentioned Tank Dale. Yeah. I was like, that yeah. guy, I think he's going to be the wide receiver one for that team going. In the- yeah, no, I remember you said yeah. that. But like a week or two beforehand, a buddy of mine mentioned him, and I was like, I haven't even heard of this guy. And then you mentioned him again, and it immediately was... It clicked, and it was like, all right, like I, I want to watch this guy. He could be very good, but C.J. Stroud looked amazing. Here's some stats on him that are kind of crazy. He has more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Right now, it's 626. Good God. He's got a higher completion percentage of 63.7 than Joe Burrow and Trevor Warren. He's got the most pass attempts without an interception by a player this season. Really? More than Jordan Love? Yeah. Well, Jordan Love threw an interception already. No, he doesn't. He's 6-0. No, well... Six touchdowns, no interceptions, but still, I believe that. I mean, yeah. it does make sense because he, he threw for yeah. 40, 47 times this past game. That's, Which is ridiculous. A lot. Yeah, I think Matt Stafford was the only one who threw more this week with like 55 or something. He's surprising people, and I'm not saying this no, because it's so early, but maybe the Panthers maybe took the wrong guy. I, I'm not saying this now. I can't say it now because it's only two games in. But obviously, a lot of people looked at Bryce Young from his height problems at 5'9", C.J. Stroud was 6'2". As the normal quarterback, yeah. Anthony Richardson was six foot five, and Will Levis was higher. I mean, you're looking at the, and when you see C.J. Stroud play the game, you see a surprisingly a polished quarterback. Like he's making the progressions the right way. Yeah, he's reading right the defense. You can see it mm-hmm. compared to Justin Fields and other guys where they're a little slow and they're not making the right choices. You took the words out of my mouth. It's very apparent when you're watching him. Like you said, he's reading the defense. He has pocket presence. When he throws it to the receiver, he is throwing it not necessarily perfectly. There was a couple times where instead of throwing it to the back shoulder, you know, he's throwing it a little short and it's yeah. in the front, but it's there. And those guys are getting space, so he, they're able to make the catches. And he's also not under-throwing it to where it's short there or to the cornerback that's behind and throwing interceptions. He's not doing that. He understands the depth of the reception and where to throw that ball so the receiver can get it. Yeah. And I don't think you can really teach that. That's something the quarterback needs to understand right from the get-go. I agree. Now, to move over to Anthony Richardson, oh, yeah. It sucks about the concussion, but I give him major props to get out on himself, like to take himself out of the game. That shows maturity that you normally don't see. And I know I'm an old-school player where... If I had a concussion and I was in the NFL, I wouldn't have told my coach. I would keep playing because, A, I know I might not have been playing forever, and, B, I don't want some other person taking my job for me in the NFL. Well, did you see the um, the play where he kind of walked out? No, I didn't see that play. I saw it mm-hmm. afterwards when he was gone. Because I knew it was a neck injury. On the back? Yeah. And I think that's what happened to another guy who got it. It might have been Waddle or someone else. Waddle was also out with a concussion. He was in the back week. of the yep. head, though. And, um... Yeah, they got to be careful for that. Mm-hmm. Dude ran for two touchdowns, though. It was six for 10. Considering you're a running quarterback primarily and you're throwing 60%, not really getting turnovers there. I, I want to see him come back. I hope that if he is out, he's not out for more than a week or two. But make sure that gets taken care of. Mm-hmm. Protect your freaking quarterback, please, Jimmy, or say. But Garland Lynch, you did good coming in for him. I wouldn't say it's his fault because he took some unnecessary runs in the Jaguars game where even Trevor Warren's afterwards was telling him, bro, you need to maybe watch how you run. That's fair. Because if his size is so big, he kind of reminds me of Cam Newton in that perspective where they just use their raw athleticism and size to run. He does remind me of him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if he wants to have a long career, he's got to learn to run more like Russell Wilson and 
Even Aaron Rodgers. Even Aaron Rodgers. That, yeah, I was going to say those kind of guys, they're mobile. Or even Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And jo- I wouldn't say Josh Allen because he was going to say I know we like to. Josh Allen is a super freak and a big dude. I think he just knows how to get hit. Yeah. Whereas I, Anthony Richardson, I mean. He's got to learn to be. He already has concussions. Like Kenny Pickett, who's got three concussions yeah. already. These rookies got to protect themselves a little bit better. Yeah. It's great that you are pushing your team to win these games, especially as rookies. But. Mm hmm. God, like if you're going to do that and then get, don't be Tua of last year where you have multiple concussions. And, you don't want that. Yeah, it's, but no one wants that. You want to see these guys on the field. Yeah. What'd you think of Minshew when he came in though? I thought he did great. I thought he did solid. I mean, that team does have some playmakers around them. And like I said, they're in a, they're in a crappy division and the yeah. Texans aren't great either on defense. So I expected that game to be a shootout per se, not like an amazing shootout. What was the game you wanted to talk about, the game of the week for you? I had two game of the weeks outside the Jags and Chiefs game. Mm. I was kind of interested in that Lions-Seahawks game. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. And honestly, the Lions, this was a game I think we mentioned where the Lions had a win to show that week one's opening week. Not that it was a fake win or something like that, but they had the maturity to keep playing well going forward. I think this was also a must-win for the Seahawks. It was, because they didn't want to start 0-2. Well, Gina Smith regression. Yeah. That wasn't the case this week, and the offense looked very good. The Seahawks' defense maybe struggled a little bit, but— They won the game at the end in overtime. Yeah, I think it was a good showing for both teams, so I do. Because I kind of expected the Lions to be— what the Seahawks were last year, if not maybe a little bit better. And I think a lot of people expect the Seahawks to be a little bit better this year, too. So to see this be this close of a game, I think it does make a lot of sense. Well, theoretically, it wasn't really that close, though, because in the first half, the Lions had a 14-7 lead. It's only a touchdown. I know, but when they started the game, they immediately turned over the ball. They yeah. gave to the Seahawks. They scored on that. Then I think they had another turnover that led to more points, and then... In the second half, they got outscored 24-17, not counting overtime. And it just makes me think of how that defense played last year. Because the defense was not good for the Lions last year. Yeah, for the first six to eight games, it was the worst defense in the history. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they ranked 30th in passing total yeah. last year, and they were 27th in red zone touchdown percentage. They weren't good. No, and that showed in the Seahawks game because the Seahawks were able to rally back, and mm-hmm. anytime they're in the red zone, they scored. Yeah. So if the Lions want to make a big playoff push, they need to shore up that defense a little bit. And having Gardner-Johnson out, that sucks. Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna take a huge blow to that secondary. That is going to. I mean, them. he's I, out for the season. A gr- a pectoral saint, pectoral yeah. strain on yeah. the hair. That's not fun, man. No, I mean, great three one two. It's yeah, bad. that's bad. Uh, but I mean, they can still do it. They have Amon Ra. They have David Montgomery. They got Aiden on defense side, Penny Sewell on the offensive yeah. line. Jared Gibbs. I didn't well. see him do much. Well, I think so. David Montgomery is going to be out this week, I think. So, Jameer Gibbs, we're going to see what he's made of this week. Oh, um, it should be exciting. I think he's going up again. They're playing the Falcons, too. So, it's going to be a Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs slugfest. I mean, obviously, you have Tyler Algiers in there as well, but. Bijan Robinson's going to run. They run it more than anyone in the NFL. And watching those two rookies that were drafted early, I, I want to see their skill sets. I want to see who's more explosive because it 
should be it. Considering how the Falcons have played, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Were you looking at the game just now? I was, because I was looking at the stats for Jameer Gibbs, and in both games, he only had seven carries. Yeah, no, he has it at all. Pick, he's not been like, right. At a certain point, you've got to let this guy play. I mean, everybody keeps talking about how he's such a special player, and he's so athletic, and he can do stuff. you got to let him play at this point. got to give him more than seven carries a game. They have no choice this next game. I understand that. Well, if they don't give him a lot of carries next game, or well, he will, game's because Montgomery's out. That's true. But that doesn't mean they're in a they're playing a running team too, so it should be one of those games where the running backs get a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope it is because those games are honestly very fun to watch when you have two good backs. Oh, agreed. I want to talk about real quick. Is it okay if we switch off of this game and go to? Oh yeah. I, I have two games. That was basically my point with Jameer Gibbs. After that. Oh yeah, he's a fantastic yeah. back. I'll start with uh, my bias here, uh, the Packers-Falcons game, even though my Packers lost. It was a fun game to watch for most of the game, the first three quarters. The Packers looked great. The defense looked solid. Jordan Love continued to impress me. And again, I'm happy to be a Packer fan again. It's like typical Packers stuff. They just stall in the fourth quarter, and they don't do anything. (laughs) And then the Falcons took advantage of that, and they ended up making... Uh, I think it was a 13-0 run. They're up 24-12 at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and the Falcons just ended up winning. But Jordan Love looked good, um, and I think I think Jaden Reed, uh, the rookie, got a touchdown. Yeah, two touchdowns. Oh, he did? Four receptions, 37 yards, two touchdowns. He was great in the red zone, and that's what I need to see. Um, obviously, there wasn't a ton of yards from Jordan Love, but when you're passing for more... And 50% with only touchdowns, no picks. I can't really complain. I will say this about Jordan Love, and then I want to talk about the Falcons for a bit, and please feel free to interject, too. I'd love to hear your opinion on those. I was watching the game with my buddy. On that last drive, Jordan Love was making throws, trying to get downfield. Yeah, I did see the last drive. They were a little out of reach, and he He said— rushed. He played—yeah, maybe a little. I agree with that. But his comment was, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers probably would have— Move the ball downfield. I was going to say about that. Well, so I was watching that game, and I just remember watching those throws, and Jordan Love was throwing it to the back shoulder, away from the defender, just a yard further than it needed to be. And this is his second game as a starter, and he's already got the competency to know to do that. You will hear no complaints from me. It will get there. Should we have won that game? Absolutely. Falcons did a good job to come back. Yeah, I, I don't hate this game. I'm sad we lost, but the Packers still looked good. So this was an interesting game from a stats point of view because yeah. he only threw 151 yards and he had three touchdowns. Well, yeah. So in realistically, I don't know if you count that just being a fluke on the defense side giving up those red zone touchdowns because there were short yardage situations since no receiver had more than 40 yards in the game. I do like what I'm seeing from Jordan Love right now. I think he does have like the right pocket presence honestly and he's making the right throws. I think what they're really missing is a number one wide receiver and I think when Christian Watson gets back and they get um, Aaron Jones back Mm. that's going to help a little bit. Um, I do like the fact that they still ran it almost 20 times. Yeah, they, they didn't stay away from the running game. AJ Dillon's a good complimentary back, and they did use him a good amount. The one thing I will say, like when you mentioned the last drive, comparing himself to Aaron Rodgers in fourth quarter situations might not be the right guy to compare. That's him. exactly what I said. I mean, yeah, he's the, not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Aaron, well, I don't want I don't or want love to be an Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter situation. Same. He's not even in the top ten or fifteen of fourth quarter comeback. So that's Aaron Rodgers has made. 
beautiful last drive plays. He has, but they he has never come plays. in situations where... Well, that's not true either, but... They came in Hail Mary's more than long, consistent drive. Also not true, but... <laughs> but I understand what you mean. He yeah. doesn't do it as much as you want. He... There's a reason why I talked about that fourth quarter, that comeback from the other team. Yeah. It's just, that's what I'm kind of accustomed to the past two, three, four, five seasons. We are leading, and then all of a sudden we blow the game up, and the team comes back, and we lose, or we barely win, or something like that. Do you think that's more coaching and play calling at that point, where you're not being aggressive, or do you think they're just not making the right corrections in the second half? It's hard to that say. That leads to that. Because we've done it with multiple coaches. And quarterbacks, technically. And quarterbacks, and coordinators, and everything. And so, I don't know what it is. It's probably us being as cursed as the Chargers are. Um, but At least he, you got a Super Bowl out of it. That's true. But the Falcons played well, too. This team Falcons were has some grit. Yeah, that's what I was going to use. Yeah. Their defense was gritty. I mean, like we said, that defense had to improve from last year, and they did. In the fourth quarter, they shut them out. Yeah. Packers didn't score in the fourth. Yeah, it doesn't matter those first 24, the first three no. games, because they won. Yeah, they won because they scored 13. They kept the Packers' the offense off the field. Yeah. The Falcons' defense came back on. And I don't know if you saw it. You probably did see that. Bijan Robinson, man, that juke move he did. Uh, yeah. The double juke yeah. when he did it the first time and then he did it good. again. I mean, holy cow. I hope his knees are okay. <laughs> yeah, he looks as good. Is advertised. As, yeah, like, man. Yeah, he's a very good back. He had 124 yards. Yeah, 19 carries. Like yeah. six and a half yards a carry or something. He was he was talented, and he really did. And that's how this team is get that going. Offense going. Yeah. They are a heavy run team where they've got to run it for 150 to 200 yards a game to win. I was happy that Drake won and got the ball. Damn, I have him on both my fantasy teams. He had them won. So outside of fantasy, it was great seeing him get the ball because they're not going to win if Drake won and doesn't get the ball. No, I agree. Kyle Pitts, though, is shocking that he had two receptions for 15 yards. Not sure what's going on with him after he had that 1,000-yard season as a rookie. Yeah. I understand he got hurt last year. I think he tore his ACL or something like that, and he was out for most of the season. It's a or, different thing with him this year. It is. Well, even last year, he wasn't the same yeah, guy. Off. I don't know what it is, if it's Ritter or what, but you have to feel confident when you have this stud. Well, even Iota didn't do very good with Pitts this second year. True. Like, his first year, he looked good, but last year was not very good. Yeah. And it's continuing to this year. Maybe maybe the coaching is just trying to get one piece involved at a time, and he's going to get his confidence, but I still don't— You've got to feed the ball to Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he's not the— th He's a playmaker. Desmond Ritter is not the threat on them. No, he's not. Oh, but yeah, you sure. have multiple offensive weapons. No, but they're going to win by running more than passing. Like yeah. They've got to spread the ball a little bit to London and Pitts, but the focal point of their winning games is going to be defense and running. Yeah. And they are 2-0 in their division right now, which is very big. Them and the Buccaneers were the surprisers for that division, if you would have told me. Well, I think a lot of people started leaning on the Falcons before the season started because I think it just started clicking that this team did get defensive pieces and Drake London was really good last year and Bijan Robinson's going to be good. Tyler Algiers had a thousand yards last season as a runner and Kyle Pitts is, I know he's struggling right now, but I mean, he is Kyle Pitts. So the big question mark was, what is Desmond Ritter going to do? And the answer was throw less than they run. And that's what they're doing and they're winning. I'm not saying they're 
going to be a superstar team, but I certainly didn't expect them to start 2-0. and And it's a really good start. Yeah, I think it's a great start for them, and I hope they keep it up because they could be a surprise team. Oh, yeah. I'd love to talk about, as much as we can talk about the San Francisco and LA Rams game, as exciting of a game as that was, it's just one team I want to rip on before we... Is it the Giants? No. Surprisingly, it's not. Freaking Chargers. Oh, yeah, that was the other team that... What the hell are you doing? This, I think Brain Staley's going to be fired by the end of the season. I'd fire him. They should have fired him after this game. Yeah, I am. I was blown away that they lost this game. This is a game you had to win. The Titans are not good. No. Tannehill had a good game. Derrick Henry had a decent game. Derrick Henry didn't have a Derrick Henry game, though. I think he had 78 yards rushing and a touchdown. And Here's what I'll say. I, I said this uh, after they lost this game. It is time we stop saying that the Chargers defense is good. because No, yeah. It's, it's not terrible. Good. You have all these good pieces that show up when they want to and will still lose. You will lose eight to nine games this year and miss out on the playoffs again. You're already a quarter of the way there, and it's only been two weeks. Yeah. I think it's surprised me is I'm not blaming Herbert for these games. I'm not either. He's looked good. But I will blame him for his decision-making in the two-minute drill. Fair. Because before this season, he was 13-0 and in fourth-quarter comebacks. He had 13 fourth-quarter comebacks. I mean, not 13-0. But this season, they're already 0-2 in those situations. Yeah. And I think some of it comes down to play calling. I think some of it comes down to, like— Well, they've let the other team come back. That's what I'm saying, too. I mean, they lose their moxie, and then they're, like, rushing. It's like, okay, now we got to get back on here. And I understand losing Austin Eckler is a huge deal. Yeah. Like, that's your playmaker, but you still have Keenan Allen. You still got Quentin Johnson as a rookie. You still got Mike Boyd. Oh, he's easily going to be a top 10 wide receiver this year. He's coming back if he stays healthy. That's the biggest question. He's looking like that top 10 guy. He's supposed to have been his entire career. Mm Mm-hmm. He's killing it right now, and I hope he keeps it up because I think a lot of people like Keenan Allen. I don't know what it is with the Chargers. Staley's got to go. Now they've got to go. Cursed, I feel like. They just yeah. can't get it together even when they got the pieces, and Herbert just got paid. Yeah. So that's a huge problem now because once you start paying your quarterback big money, you can't pay everyone else around there. No, I agree. So they, if they don't win this year or next year, at least make deep playoff pushes, they're in trouble. Oh, I agree. I so we'll see what happens. The next game I want to mention, not very long, Jets Cowboys. Oh yeah, because this was a very interesting game. Because the first half, it was close. It was eighteen ten. Zach Wilson made a seventy yard catch to Garrett Wilson, who's mm-hmm. a stud wide receiver. And you had to be feeling good if you're the Jets when it was eighteen ten. Second half, whole different story. When Zach Wilson threw three interceptions, he looked so bad. Right, and what happened? As bad as he looked, the Cowboys' offense looked just as bad. It looked lethargic. It struggled. The Cowboys' defense is going to win this team a lot of games. Yeah, their offense is not right now. And I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy play calling or if it's... As a Packer fan, I'm going to go ahead and think it's Mike McCarthy. I was going to let you say that. Yeah, the defense this Cowboys team has, it is it is so good. It's not 2015 Broncos good yet. It's getting there. Dude, it, like I want to see what this team was halfway through the season because if it continues like this and they figure out their offensive blows out, they can make the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Losing Trayvon Diggs to an ACL tear today was bad news, though, because yeah. he is a top-five cornerback. I just, Stephon, was, but... Well, I mean, the guy balls. He gets interceptions. He also lets the most air yards in the entire league. <laughs> but some of that is because of their scheme on defense where they rely on a pass rush. But it's also because they're very opportunistic. Yeah. They are turnover-based. They are. That's what they but do. But they lead the league in turnovers the last three years. Yeah. Oh, no. It, th- their scheme works. Dan Schwinn is a defensive mastermind. Well, he chose to 
scheme is D that way and it's working. Mm -hmm. Dak needs to figure it out. Yeah. Tony Pollard needs to get more involved. You have CD Lamb is not getting very involved either this season. Brandon Cooks is injured right now, too, I believe. Cooks is I know. Cooks is always hurt. A minor injury, but yeah, it feels like he always is. And Michael Gallup is there. He's supposed to be a wide receiver, too. Like, Dak, figure it out. Yeah, something's got to change there. Dak Martin injury, I know he came back later on, but that is yeah. something to worry about when it's an ankle injury. I mean, he's he was cleared pretty quickly, but... Again, like you said, especially with this AstroTurf stuff, too, mm -hmm. uh, that could get re-aggravated real quick. Yep. So maybe you rest him a game, get that ankle squared away, and, I mean, keep your offensive line healthy, keep your quarterback healthy. Maybe he'll figure it out and keep that defense rolling because that is— They're going to win games with that defense. Yeah, that's the best defense. If the Jets had a decent quarterback, they would be right there with the Jet Cowboys for best defense the league. I agree. Because what they did to the Cowboys the first half, they kept them close. Yeah. If it wasn't for those turnovers by Zach Wilson, and they still only gave up field goals. Yeah. It's not like they gave up touchdowns after that. They only gave up field goals. It's it, That says something. Two of the best defenses in the league, and one team wins by 20. That it, The blame is on Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. 100%. It simply is, and it sucks to say that, but it's the case. Yeah. What about week three? Let's talk about that real quick, because we think it's both kind of like week two, a slow week. Yeah. Yeah. I think I only have a few games I'm looking out for. Even Buccaneers. Me too. Those are two two and O teams going after each other, and I really want to see what Baker Mayfield does against this Eagles defense because yeah. it's reminding me. I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan, and that's not because I'm a Steelers fan, but just in general, I didn't think he was deserved of the first overall pick that dropped. Fair. Well, also the Eagles are worse than expected they're not bad by any means i still think they are a very oh, good team they're a top three team in the nfc yeah. and a top five team in the nfl it's just the bucks are better than they we all expected and they're going at each other and it's at the bucks yeah. and so we'll see what happens I, I do think the eagles will probably win that game i expect the eagles to win that game I'm, i just said i wouldn't be surprised with the buccaneers yeah i agree up Most, team yeah. is bears chiefs and the reason i have this game is because all the drama with the Bears this week mm. and then you know Justin Fields saying I want the coaches to make me you know stop making everything so difficult on me yeah he's gonna eat his words against that Chiefs defense and offense oh, I'm sorry hilarious. that's that's a game where the Chiefs defense is gonna eat him up Chris Jones is already looking at you know sacks two three and four maybe at this rate well I want to see and I want to see how that Chiefs offense does against the bad exactly. defense. I want to see Patrick Mahomes show yeah it's, if they can't do it against the Bears' defense, then they're in trouble. Well, what's going to happen with Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony? Are they going to go out? Are they going to sign a free agent wide receiver to fill out that wide receiver room? When's Travis Kelsey coming back? He already came back. He already, oh, yeah, that's right. He but he didn't play a lot of snaps. He was in a snap count. He yeah. had like five receptions, 27 yards, a touchdown. I, I mean, it, this might be a game where you sit him again. Make sure he's healthy. Yeah, or just keep him in the red zone like they did. Yeah, as simple as that. It was kind of cool that they did feature Tony a lot. In that game against the Jags, they build up his confidence again. And that's what Andy Reid does do. So I feel like if they keep doing that, they might be okay. And maybe they make a move in the trade deadline. Get that's what I think they might need to do. But this is one of those games where you really do need to see what you got with these young guys. Mm -hmm. And if they can't get it done, you got to figure out something. Because you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. Yep. You, you just won one. It helps that the AFC starting off slow. Yeah. That definitely helps him out. Agreed. Last game I have is Rams-Bengals. I've got that one as well. Yeah. I think that's going to be an interesting game. It's a Monday night game. Bengals are 1-2. Rams are 1-1. One one. 
Cooper Cup has been playing. I mean, I'm sorry, not Cooper Cup. Uh, Matthews, Takunakwa, and Rant and Stafford have been great. Yeah, have been great. And the Bengals got a winner. Williams. Yeah, no, I, I I said it before. Um, I there's not a lot of games where I would actively take a bet like this, but this one I think it's going to move. Money's going to move in the Rams' direction, and I love the idea of Joe Burrow coming out and just yeah, we're still here. After what he did against the 49ers, too? I mean, yep. like that, that game, I did not expect that game to be as that, close as it was. That was the Rams. Yeah. And that was, in my opinion, the game. For me, the, the game. 49ers, yeah. yeah. Because if he does, if Stafford doesn't throw that interception at the three-minute mark in the fourth quarter. But I'm saying I think the Bengals are going to beat him. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams somehow pulled off because the Rams not are not at all. So, it's looked incredible. But this has got to be the Jamar Chase show and Joe Burrow still. Oh, NT against, yeah. But you're but right. Jamar Chase hasn't had that big game yet. No. He started out the last couple of seasons electrifying. Like, if he, this is the game, I know I said it last week against the Ravens, but sooner or later, Jamar Chase and Burrow are going to get those connections. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I do think that this is the week. I didn't do, say anything about the Bengals last week because it just didn't feel right, a divisional opponent. Rams are a good team. They've shown it. And the Bengals right now are the same record as they were last week, and they're about a week away from having to panic. And I don't think Joe is going to let that happen. I think he's going to be calm, cool, and collected. If he plays. That's also a good point, too. This game is probably the game that I'm watching if Joe Burrow plays. Yeah, that calf strain. Calf strains are tough. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) You don't want him to get aggravated during the game. He has that extra day on Monday to get ready for it. But if he's not, I mean, he might just lie and say, I'm good to go and play like he's done. That's what I think going to happen. <laughs> the last thing you want is him to be out even longer. I don't want that to happen either because I love watching him play. Yeah, he's one of the guys. As a Steelers fan, I, I can't hate Joe Burrow, but I hate Joe Burrow. Yeah. He's, I've got to face him twice a year yeah. and see him twice a year. But Joe the thing, cool, man. Yeah. A top five quarterback in the league. I mean, yeah. He was great at LSU. He's great in the NFL. I've, I've got two more games I'm going to be paying attention to a little bit. Go for him. Uh, Chargers at the Vikings. It's a game I genuinely I don't. Well, those are finally going to get a win. I don't. Like, yeah. Maybe not. They might die like the defense. Yeah, you know, that'd be a freaking fun little <laughs> bet to take. I don't want to watch the Chargers, but like at the same time, I abs watching it. Morbid curiosity. I'm not going to make the joke that I want to watch, but it is literally watching just a horrific scene on television, and then that character like comes back to life only to die again. Just something terrible. Like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Or something terrible happens to the, your favorite character over and over and over again until they turn into the bad guy. That's what's going to happen is a year or two from now, you're just, Justin Herbert's not going to be likable anymore. Justin Herbert's going to be so sick of this bull crap that this defense is doing to him right now that he's going to become the NFL villain. With that being said, this game is going to have a ton of offense. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm going to watch this game. If you don't care for defense and just want to see... Yeah. Both teams just chuck it out. Mm-hmm. They got the wide receiver show here. Yeah. This is the game that's probably going to get like your 35, 32 kind of game. Yeah. I, I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I don't think it's going to be like those 50, 48 games we've seen in a few years past. But I mean, it potentially could be that because both these yeah. defense, defenses are historically bad right now. Yeah. Neither of them get pressure on the on the quarterback. The secondaries are god-awful. I just think Eckler missing and 
Madison being bad. It's all it, 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 it'd be an air show though. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's been much running the game. Yeah, so maybe it yeah. could be a fifty. Put put the money on the over for this game. Honestly, if it's in the sixties, bet the over. And then the last game that I'm intrigued with uh, is the Falcons at the Lions. I have that one too, actually, but I didn't mention it. It is so. It hurts to say those names out loud because it's like, why would I ever watch a Falcons Lions game? That's what I thought putting this game down. But- the parody in the NFL is sooner or later these bad teams have to be decent. And I know it's been so bad. Well, the Lions have been worse than the Falcons. The Falcons at least have made a Super Bowl appearance and a couple NFC Championship games. The Falcons games. have been a joke since the 28th. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. They have been bad since then. And yeah. now they're good again, and they're also just playing the Lions. And as they're a fan of their much older, prouder brother, uh, I'm very proud of this team. But it's... This is a Jamir Robinson, Jameer Gibbs. I want to watch that. I have a feeling the Falcons are going to be 3-0. and Oh, I have that same feeling. Something tells me that their defense is better than the Lions' defense so far. Oh, yeah, so one of the bets, I'll go into that afterwards. But, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, that's. I had that game on my list, but I skipped it because it's interesting, but it wasn't, like, one of my main games to watch, I feel like. It was, like, right below my other ones. Yeah. I but, think it'll be one of the more entertaining ones. I think so, but I think it's, they're both, uh, the Lions aren't much of a running team if they don't get Jameer Gibbs the ball. Yeah. Because they were giving the ball a lot to David Montgomery. I think that's one thing I want to watch because that's been the strife on the Lions. They said, you guys took a guy like him early and you're not throwing it that much with him. And on the opposite side, you've got B. John Robinson, who was the guy, and they're yes. just force-feeding him the ball. Like, they know Desmond Ritter's not a good quarterback, like, but they're stuck with him this year. Yeah, and they're just going to have to hope he develops himself. Yeah, like, that's going to be my interesting point is, can Ritter do enough to not lose this game? Right, I agree. I, I think that that's going to be the key. Also, if Jameer Gibbs turns out to be the X factor that everyone said he's going to be yeah, preseason. You know Brown's going to get his touches. Yeah. Uh, car- catches. Uh, yeah. And and you expect London to get his catches. Yeah. The other X factor is going to be Kyle Pitts. How do they use him in the offense? Because right now I feel like they, they don't know how to use him. I think he's going to disappear again. I, I think it's going to be the Bijan Robinson versus Jameer Gibbs show. And then you also you made a good point. Drake London and Amon Ra. Yeah. And I think both teams have one of the better options. Yeah. And I don't think I have to say who's who. No, I, the Falcons, the Lions have it on the quarterback side because I trust Jared Goff way more. Well, yeah, they, I think Alvin Ross is better than Drake London, too. Yes, 100% right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bijan Robinson has already proven that he is a monster. He's a guy. And Tyler Algier is also great. Yeah, they run it as much as they do. Like you mentioned before, they're the yeah. top running team in the NFL, I think, outside the Titans, maybe. No, no, they're just outright. They run it more than anyone else. Well, yeah. I meant the second most would probably be the Titans, still be the hey, Henry. But... I want to play a game with you because it's uh, two weeks in. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's play. Winding down. Yeah. Uh, so let's, there's a bunch of 2 and out teams and there's a bunch of 0 and 2 teams. And uh, I want to get your read on whether or not you think these teams are real, they're actually good, or they're fake. And if some of these teams should panic or if they should feel okay with this 0 and 2 record right now. I'm just going to run down the list. Go so, for it. First 2 and 0 team is the Dolphins. 100% real. I couldn't agree more. Like, 
that's the easiest one on the list. Do you even need to say anything else? Nope. All right. The Ravens. I'm going to push. I think they're this year's Vikings. I'm not going to go that far. I, they're winning close games. And I think that I was wrong on my take, and I think Lamar Jackson is going to get MVP votes because he's going to find ways to will this team to win. The coaching is good. The defense is still fine. My big Lamar Jackson's doing a lot. thing with that is how they play against the Steelers. Yeah. Because Lamar has not played good against the Steelers the last couple of years. Well, you guys will still split. You split every year. split almost every year, and how well he plays against the Browns. That's true, too. So, division-wise, I think it's going to be a slugfest. That's why I'm saying it's a push right now. Yeah. But they are 2-0 right now. I'm going to say it's a push. I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not saying it's real. Yeah. I need to see more from them. I, I wouldn't say I'm sold, but I do think they are real enough. I'm not going to sit here and say they're fake. No, they're definitely not fake, yeah. but I'm teetering towards not real. Sam, what about the Cowboys? Real. Yeah. Next one. It's all the defense, though. Yeah. It's no, the, it's, yeah. the offense is fake. Eagles. I got to say they're real right now because of Jalen Hurts. Sam, uh, I agree. I, I hesitated, but I've got to say it's real because of him. I, I still think they're great. Yeah. What about the Commanders? Fake. See, I, I, that's a push for me. I need to see more from Sam Howell still. He's only played yeah. two games. Well, I had them above the Giants. I, I won't necessarily, I mean, they've played, you know. Well, it depends if really Barkley's healthy. If Barkley's healthy, then playing the Giants above the Commander. <clears throat> so that's why I'm saying they're fake right now. I've already said that with Barkley, I still think the Commanders are better. Yeah. But you think they're fake. I say they aren't fake. They're just not real. Their schedule's pushy. Their schedule's been easy. Yeah. Falcons. That's a tough one. That's really tough. I think they're real. I want to say they're real because of their who they've played so far. I like this team's makeup. I do like it. I just don't like Desmond Ritter. I don't either, but their defense That's my is better. Problem. And their running game is that good. I know. It's so hard to say. <laughs> I'm, I need to see more. Fair. What about the Saints? 2-0. and I think think they're real i think they're fraudulent as hell i think this is the fakest team right now in the nfl and i'm only saying they're real because they've got a veteran quarterback and they're about to get kamara back fair i still think they're fake they beat in what my opinion is a bad like titans team and a bad panthers team well one thing about their defense they've only let up one touchdown two games and they shouldn't have been let up that one bad offenses fair but and we're going to find out if I eat, I will really eat my words this week because they play my Packers. Yeah. So thank God we don't have a big following yet because if my Packers lose, all the comments are going to basically tell me how much of an idiot I am. Yeah, well, that's very true. Which is fair. And then uh, last one is the Bucks. I'm going to say they're real. I, I, I lean real as well. I, I'm hesitating on that beat. It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But I can't say they're fake because they've yeah. got so many weapons on offense, and Rashad White is starting to come in his own. But we could see them start 6-2, and two, and then they finish the season 8-9. They've got a really easy schedule, though. They do, but so does this entire division. That's fair. 
And then let's go real quick down the line, the 0-2 teams, because I think this one's a lot harder. Yeah, Detroit is my first one. Well, the, the Patriots. Detroit Patriots, I can't read. Yeah, the Patriots. I saw OTS, and that's what I want. Oh, you're good. Patriots, I'm thinking they're real. No, 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 you think they need to panic? or? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, or are they okay? I think they're okay. Same. That defense has surprised me a lot more. I mean, I don't know why I would expect anything less from Bill Belichick. Yeah. But Christian Gonzalez is looking to be as good as advertising from the draft. I mean, yeah, they weren't planning on making the playoffs. I no. Don't think. And I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they look like they have something there. If they can win eight games. That would be great. Even if they win 7 yeah. it's not an easy division. Even with the Jets missing Aaron Rodgers and dealing with Zach Wilson, you are still in a very hard division. Oh, yeah. Because the Dolphins are nasty, and so are the Bills, and that Jets defense is lead. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's no reason to panic. No, they're right where I expect them to be. Yeah. Let's get this one out of the way. Chargers. Panic. Yeah. Big time. Big red flag. Fire everybody. Press the red button. Break the, red oh. gla- break the glass. They're in trouble. Just promote Kellen Moore to the head coach, please. Simple as that. Was... I don't know if you would be a great head coach. Oh, There's some guys. Staley. It's fair. I agree that he's a better offensive coordinator. Yeah. But clean house. Yeah. Figure it out. DC needs to go and yep. go to Staley. Yep. Uh, Broncos. I need to see more because it's not Russell Wilson's fault that they're 0-2 right now. It's I that defense. That. That defense hasn't given them a lot of opportunities to get on the f- to get their other offense off the field. Russell looked good throwing the ball too. Yeah, here. he's looked better. He's looked like old school Russell, especially on the deep throws. Yeah. One thing about Russell Wilson is the deep fall. He's yeah. one of the best deep ball passers in the league. And that hail mary, I mean, granted, he might have been a little lucky with the way it mm-hmm. happened, but he looked good. See, I so I wrote him down initially. I need to see more time for him. Yeah. But I actually now, on second thought, I'd lean more towards the panic side. Because the defense was supposed to be the best aspect of this team, and they are not good. And the only, only upside that I really see in this team right now is that Russell Wilson has some connection with Cortland Sutton. And Jerry Judy. And Jerry Judy. Yeah. But he lacked that all last season. And now he has that connection, and now this defense is failing them, and... Russell Wilson will have a fine year, but I think they were expecting to be a fringe playoff team, maybe like close to five, like seven and ten. Yeah, somewhere in that range. And I don't think they're going to be there. Not that defense plays that bad. No. But they're lucky because the Chiefs are only one and one. True. That is true. So And everybody else is 0-2 in that division. Yeah. yeah. So they could have a very easy schedule. Yes. Next one is a controversial one. It's the Bengals. I'm actually going to put the panic button on them. Fair. Because they're 0-2, and they're playing a Rams team that is not as bad as everyone expected them yeah. to be. I said they'd be good. Well, I meant— I said that that was going to be the best up-and-down division in the NFL. With the Cardinals, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, in the NFC. NFC, yeah. But yeah. it's without Cooper Cup, we yeah. made our predictions Cooper Cup was still there. Well, he was only going to miss four weeks. Hmm. Yeah, but— It's a long time, you're right. Yeah, but still, I... I'm putting the super panic shot. button on them. If they go 0-3, that's really bad. I know they're almost undefeated in, de- in December and January football, but yeah. you've got to win games before then yeah, oh, to yeah. make us playoff push. I don't have the panic button yet. I think you see my notes. It says Joe Burrow. Yeah. It just depends. Is he going to play this game? The injury is the other reason I'm saying panic button. Yeah. Calf strains are 
not good. I hope he's okay. Yep. But yeah, it's totally dependent on him. And if he can play and win this game, then yes. Yep. Uh, what about the Texans? Panic or no? No panic. Same. I like CJ Stroud so far. Me too. This was a rebuilding team anyways. But they look he, solid. He looks good so far. Granted, he's played some subpar defenses, but he still looked good. Yeah. They need to get a better defense, but he doesn't yeah. look bad. What about the Cardinals? Okay, after that Giants debacle, and I am going to say this, that say what you want about Daniel Jones and the Giants, but they came back from a 20 nothing deficit to win and yeah. 28 points in the fourth in the second half. Yeah, we texted about it. Yeah, we did. Okay, the Cardinals suck. but The you, Cardinals are ass. But the fact that they blew a 20 nothing lead to the Giants. Yeah. It's abysmal. It's bad. Like, yeah, panic, panic, yeah. I don't even, there's, if there's something below panic, yeah. that's what I'm putting them at. You're probably gonna. There's a real chance you go on 17. Like, yeah. Well, but you them and the Bears. Did that. Yeah, that's true. The Bears fight. Yeah. Well, speaking of them, well, what about the Bears? Oh, that's panic. Yeah. Obviously, panic. I'm. Mean, you can't. The most disappointing. The most obviously disappointing team in the NFL this year. How do you? I wasn't very high on them to begin with this no. year. I said at the beginning that Justin Fields is not the quarterback. Yeah, we we were on the same yeah, page. We even both agreed to that. And we also we're. Apparently, still not at the level that they were at. No, I think they've regressed from last year because he's not running the ball yeah. himself. Maybe it is the coaching. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Vikings. Panic. Yes. You were winning close games last year. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is playing out of his mind. Justin Jefferson, Addison's been Addison, a great. Right? You have no running game, and your defense is one of the worst in the NFL. What's that? Not you're totally to get, it got worse, I feel like. Like you said, it could be historically bad. Mm-hmm. And then last one is the Panthers. I'm not panicking on them because I didn't expect Fair. them to do a lot this year. They didn't have a good wide receiver core. Their offensive line was already bad. I think them starting 0-2 is not a surprise. Same. But the fact that Bryce Young is hurt already, that increases my level of panic to that team. Yeah. I think that um, if you would have talked to me a month before the season and you told me they were 0-2, I'd be like, oh, it's a maybe a bit of a panic. Depends on how they lost the games. But yeah, going into it, again, we kind of put them third. You maybe put them in fourth in the division. I don't remember where you I had them actually second just because that defense. That's that fair. division was so bad, I figured they'd go 7-9. and nine. That's fair. But yeah, I, I still feel like, first of all, I still think that's in the range of outcomes. It's not out of the way, yeah, but yeah. he's got to be healthy. True, but I, I I had them, I think, third. Obviously, the Bucs were finishing last, and that looks We rough. both had the Bucs last. Yeah. And we it, didn't expect Baker Mayfield to be good yeah. or decent. But I, I thought the team was going to be worse than I thought months ago, uh, just because too many missing pieces. Um, they might finish last in this division, but it's not going to feel like last year's Bears. no. Yeah, like you're going to probably be fine as long as you build the right way. It's not going to happen this season. Well, I think you it want to see some happen right progress now. with Bryce Young by the end of the yeah. season. Yeah, I think that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And then uh, I think that's all. That's all of them. Yeah. yeah we're, I think we're on the same page for a lot of them. I agree. Oh, yeah. Is, do you mind if I talk about my spread pick? Oh, yeah, please go with your spreads. So, you need our sure four spreads. What you got? Uh, I'm five for three on the season so far. And this year I got four. Uh, one of them is the game. Actually, let's look at the score of that game. Right? Giants 49ers. Last yeah. time I looked, it was 30 to 20 Giants. So they are covering. Giants are winning? I'm sorry. 49ers are winning. 
I wrote that backwards. 30 to 20? 30 to 12. I can't read. It's late. 30 to 12. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's 1130 right now. <laughs> I have the 49ers covering against the Giants. 10 and a half. Saquon out. And they are a much better and deeper team. That might hit. I'm not saying anything else than that because I'm probably going to curse it. Yep. Next one you'll like a lot. Steelers Raiders. Steelers are the Raiders. Steelers are plus two and a half points at the Raiders. I'm taking the Steelers there. I would take that money line too. I would take that, but just be wary that the Steelers historically have been bad going to the West Coast. I'm not changing my pick. I'm just letting you know, as a Steelers fan, we've had games where we should have won on the West Coast, but we've lost yeah. the Raiders and the Chargers Fair. on games we should have won. My third one is Saints at Packers. I'm taking the Packers minus one and a half. Like I said, I think the Packers exposed them. It's the first game at Lambeau. Alvin Kamara is not there. No Jamal Williams. Williams is not there. Williams might be back. I, I don't think he's going to be there. And then Carr hasn't Carr hasn't played bad. He's just played mid. I agree. Love, meanwhile, has played mid as great. well. He, he's played efficiency-wise great. Oh, yeah. Expectation-wise, I think he's a little... He's on par with what I expected. I actually think he's above him. I think people had him being worse than what he is. That being said, you want to see him take another step forward. And then also, this Joe Barry defense, this Packers defense, needs to figure it out. Yeah, they can't be giving up lead in the fourth yeah, quarter. That's, that's not good. the main part. But I'm taking the Packers over the Saints at minus right. one and a half. And then the last one I'm going to take is the Falcons plus three and a half at the Lions. I like that one. And even if the Lions win, I don't think they beat the Falcons by more than three points. No, that's going to be a close game. Yeah. But There's no reason for it not to be. The only way it doesn't if Desmond Ritter throws like three interceptions and two of them are touchdowns. Yeah. That's the only way this game goes away from the Falcons' running attack. Yeah, I think the Lions slightly have the better offense, and I think Falcons have a slightly better defense, and both offenses have pretty good weapons. So there's going to be points to be had, um, and it's probably going to come down to who's got the ball last. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it. It's mean, an interesting game to watch. I'm probably going to go 0 and 4 on these picks, but. Well, you you can't. The 49ers one was already right. The game's not over yet. It is over. Oh, it is? Oh, I'm 1 0 starting off. Sweet. Yeah. See, guys, you guys should just listen to me all the time. No. Only listen to our podcast. Don't listen to anything else he said. <laughs> Well, that might be it for us for the night. Yes. We are tired. Yeah, we uh, did a doubleheader tonight, so. You want to send us home? Yeah, well, you know, thank you again for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, however you may do so, either on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon, we greatly love it. Um, please also rate us five stars and give us your comments of what you think so far. We've done four episodes, and we want to hear what you say. Oh, yeah. But we're going to be back next week. Yep. So enjoy this week of baseball, preseason hockey, NFL week three. It's all a great month of sports. Thanks again. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye.